Alright, so, it's been quite a week. First week of football. Starting things off, uh, I should, uh, if you haven't already heard, the queen is dead. Long live the king. Is that how it goes? Then we have a, there's a new era we're in the dawn of we have an, another King Charles the second one was alright be interesting getting people's opinion on that other than that it's been a pretty wild week for me personally last week um I got into a car accident and messed up my truck. Then our heat, our AC went out, and so in in Sacramento it was the hottest it's been on record of the weekend that we had no AC. I was dealing with the stress of having my truck being totaled. So, you know, there's no no real time to grieve that when I'm dealing with trying to fix my AC, which I learned a lot about AC repair. Changing the capacitor and you know, sucking the water from the trip tray and accidentally pouring Drano into it because it's it was clogged up and realizing that was a bad idea. So a lot of stress. Then we come to week one of football. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Quite the opening to the season. So I'm going to talk way more about football later in, in this episode. And I'm going to give away uh, week one awards. So stay tuned for that. Before that, D23 happened. Which was lackluster, to say the least. Um, a lot of people hyped it up because there was a lot told on during Comic Con but at the same time there was a lot left out so everyone was kind of hoping we'd get some answers and we got one big crescendo of an answer to the Fantastic Four questions casting and all that and that is Kevin Feige had nothing to say about Fantastic Four at D23. He literally announced that. That was his big announcement for Fantastic Four, is that he had nothing to announce. Other than they've got their director, who was... Uh, I think he directed WandaVision, I want to say. It's not in my notes. So 
so other than that, there was also a Nintendo Direct that just happened, which was also lackluster. I mean, it, there was a lot going on. If you're a fan of Bayonetta and Octopath Traveler and stuff like that, but nothing that I'm really interested in. Uh, other than Mario Party and Goldeneye are coming to the 64 emulator on the Switch. Which the N64 emulator is really the only thing I've been playing on the Switch, like, regularly. I have Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch, but that game I have to really be and ready to involve myself in something for a long period of time which I have a hard time these days uh, setting up time to play games and I really want to play some twitching which I mentioned in my last episode that I wanted to do and uh, I have Spider-Man already and I'm really excited for it because I played just a little bit and what I played was so much fun I'm I can see why I almost justified buying a PS4 off my nephew to play it. But on my computer, it just looked it looked so great. And my wife got me a huge 32-inch monitor for my birthday, I want to say last year. And it's amazing. I love it. And the game looked amazing on it. But, shot um getting too far sideways the other thing announced in the direct, direct was a trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 with a name Tears of the Kingdom I think it's Tears of the Kingdom either Tears of the Kingdom Tears for the Kingdom something like that but the biggest thing it has a date May 12th of next year so that'll be big. Definitely buying it day of Breath of the Wild. I can't get enough of that game. I could just jump right back in and get involved in it and just I just wander around. I've already beaten it and it, that was fun. And the whole I played it on Wii U so then getting it on the Switch is just, it's just a new kind of fun. And so without further ado I bring to you my intro. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Nation's Famous, Nation's Famous Podcast. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Do you want me to get naked and start the revolution? Nation's Famous, Nation's Famous Podcast.
Welcome everybody to another episode of Nation's Famous Podcasts. I am your host, Famous Zach. Famous Zach. Nations. I guess I should mention in my introductions of what this podcast is about. It's about being a famous podcast. Thank you. I hope that clears things up for some people. I'm sure I'm not getting a lot of people tuning in simply because they don't understand what the podcast is and what what this is all about. It's like that famous office meme. You know, if we can't scuba, then what has this all been about? If you know, you know. Let's just put it that way. And so, as I was saying earlier, uh, the D23 happened. Came and it came and it went. Right now, before I get too too far ahead of myself, um, just wanted to announce to anybody who cared that I'm. Recording this on the same day of week two, the start of week two, the Chiefs versus the Chargers, and at the at the moment the Chargers are up seventeen to ten, no seventeen to seven, which is great because uh, I used to like the Chiefs before they beat my Niners, and I used to respect the Chiefs before the whole uh, Super Bowl against the Forty ers incident. But I do like the Chargers and all the additions that they made just makes me like them more. But I have Mike Williams in my fantasy, a couple of my fantasy teams, and he is going off. And he just scored a one-handed touchdown. And uh, so that's going to make, make me pretty happy. I was thinking about benching him because last week he got oversh- overshone. Uh, by DeAndre Carter. I picked up Carter in a bunch of leagues off the waivers. Ooh, and Mahomes just got picked off. And but they there's a flag. Alright. I'm not gonna interrupt anymore with football. I just wanted to bring it up before I get into later on when I get into the my talk of week one yeah so I'm gonna before I get into my week one talk I'm gonna talk D23 but just just want to let you know I'm a little, a little sidetracked not sidetracked my uh, split my attention is split because of football ooh I think it was pass interference that sucks The guy came in and hit him right before the ball got to him. Roughed up Mahomes though. Dang, that was a good interception. Anyways, so uh, D23 came in and went. Now, oh, another interception. This one's legit. I don't know who interceded. 
intercepted it though. Yep, they just signaled Chargers ball. He just poached him. That was crazy too. It bounced off his knee and he the replay is awesome. He's showing they're showing it in slow motion. Bounced off his knee, floating in midair. The dude spreads out and is just like watching it as it's in between his hands. And then he just snatches it up. That's great. Alright. Going into D23. Everyone was hoping to hear uh, a lot of new stuff. And nothing new was announced really at all. Um, they brought a trailer for Werewolf by Night which was pretty cool. If you haven't seen it you should look it up. It's got a old old-fashioned uh, monster like the universal monsters of uh, Frankenstein and creature from the Black Lagoon and mummy and you know all that kind of stuff the old you know the olden days like the 60s kind of creature features it's got that kind of feel to it. It's, it's black and white. Um, and it's Marvel. It's Marvel lore. It has Man-Thing in it, which is a Marvel character. And, uh, and it's about a werewolf. It comes out at night. But it's uh, they bring together a bunch of hunters. Monster hunters. And then there's, like, in this mansion and little do they know there's a monster amongst them and so it looks like it'll be fun um, not much else to go off of the actors are pretty good I don't remember which what their names are but they're gonna be it's gonna be good we got an update on Captain America New World Order has a cool logo with falcon wings mixed in with the Captain America uh, kind of look and they announced that the main antagonist of the movie will be the leader and so people are you know, as, as comic book fans, you kind of think that this sh hopefully will tie into the, um, oh, what's the name of that group? Not the Inquisitors, but the, uh, oh, I'll think of it. The, oh, they overturned it? They said it touched the ground as he was bringing it in. So that interception was another one that they given the Chiefs another out. Oh well. That's pretty weak and they got the first down. Ah, that's stupid. Back to what I was talking about. Um, the in 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 
Maybe it is Inquisitors. Intelligentsia, okay. So hopefully we're gonna get a an introduction to the Intelligentsia, which will um, be they led to the creation of the Red Hulk, so maybe it'll lead into a Hulk movie and the Red Hulk, and basically the Intelligentsia is a group of not the like there's so there's the top ten smartest scientists and just smartest people of Marvel like Mr. Fantastic is the smartest and then there's Doctor Doom and then there's Hank Pym Bruce Banner so on and so forth so the intelligentsia is like you have the top ten science, top ten smartest people. They're like the least, the lit, less than the top ten. Like they're right outside the top ten. So they're and they're you know they're bad guys, and they feel like they're getting the raw you know they're getting a raw deal. So the intelligentsia, uh, one of the comic arcs. They kidnap. Um, the, they kidnap all you know the top the list of the top ten smartest people in Marvel. They kidnap them. They're going to take them out. So then, boom, skyrockets them to number you know number one spot. Anyways, it's basically a you know a rundown of what I remember from what I heard listening to the Red Hulk explained by Comics Explained uh, Rob Jefferson so if you're if you want to know more about it that's a good place to look or Wikipedia is another place anyways uh, maybe in the future I have this idea I want to do some exploration character explanations so if y'all like that explanation and hold on touchdown chiefs well 14 to 17 I knew this was going to be a pretty good game this is why I didn't want the chiefs this is why I don't want the chargers defense because they have to play all the other teams in the AFC West and they have to play the teams in the NFC West so if you got an AFC West de defense or NFC West defense, you're gonna be you're gonna have a tough year. Just throwing it out there. Even the Niners defense, we're gonna do really good, but you know you're you're playing some really tough matchups. So ten games out of seventeen. So yeah. Anyways, getting sidetracked. Uh, let me know. In the, uh, send me an email or tweet 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 at me that you want you're interested in hearing me explain comic characters. I want to work. I'm trying to work on that, and I want to work on Twitch and Spider-Man. So tweet at me and email me about 
uh, what your what your opinion is on all this. I'd like to hear it. So moving on. Leader, Intelligentsia, in Captain America. The leader, I'm pretty excited. I was I I like the leader because I like smart I like smart supervillains like Lex Luthor and Brainiac, the Riddler, uh, Doctor Doom. I don't know. And the leader's always been kind of. I haven't. You don't really get a lot of the leader in um, in like movies and cartoon shows and all that. So it'll be nice seeing him popping up and seeing him in teased in the Incredible Hulk movie with the Hulk blood dripping on his brain this is going to be it'll be nice seeing them bring us around even though it was it was teased like 14 years ago so exciting and they have you know Tim Blake Nelson obviously is going to reprise his role he's great I like him he was awesome in Oh, Brother Art Thou. Good movie. I don't want to... So, at this football game, I'm just kind of foreshadowing how good Mahomes is doing right now, but... With the Week 1 awards. Just saying. So, on to... Uh, the next thing. That was pretty big. Let's see. They brought out the Thunderbolts lineup, which was Julia Louise Dreyfus's character, who like put them all together, the Nick Fury of the team, of the group, Val, whatever the long name that she has. Then they had Ghost, which was uh, the antagonist of Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was pretty cool. She had that kind of tragic anti-hero kind of thing going and then there was the Red Guardian, who was awesome. Um, he was so fun in Black Widow. And, and then he'll be joined by his daughter, uh, Yelena, Yelena Belova. And the leader of the group will be, obviously, Winter Soldier. If you're into the comics, it's pretty obvious. Uh, he, I think he, the most recent one in like 2015, he started out as a leader. I don't know what it is now, but not 2015, it was like 2016. Um, so, and so that'll be a good dynamic because he was in the uh, Falcon of the Winter Soldier. He was real crotchety about, you know, getting back into the whole swing of things. He's like a grumpy old man. But uh, alongside him, um, there was, uh, who else was there, uh, Taskmaster, I think that's it, I think Puig, Puig, I don't know. but uh, Taskmaster, another one from, so it's mainly the people from Black Widow, but there's also opportunity for more additions like the Red Hulk maybe this will tie into Captain America 4 because you know was it 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, and the Red Hulk joined the Thunderbolts. I think the Thunderbolts. Yeah, he, he, he was like, in, he was uh, the boss for the Thunderbolts for a while. And Deadpool could uh, show up as a Thunderbolt. Or he'll make a cameo in it and be like, try to be, try to do like a interview to join the team. I don't know, there's a lot of things they can do with it. But that should be a fun movie. And big, big old, it'll take place of the Avengers. Then it might lead into Dark Rain, that's the, the big rumor too, which would be great. That'd be so good. The only problem is, is they haven't really established Norman Osborn, and there hasn't been any kind of talks. Like there's been a lot of rumors about Andrew Garfield doing a thing. Uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man three, and there's talks of Tobey Maguire maybe being in Secret Wars, but there's nothing about the new Spider-Man. I don't think. I don't remember. Maybe there is some. I don't know. But hopefully it'll introduce Norman Osborn. Bada bing, bada boom. He's the big bad in Thunderbolts. Or no, he's the new leader of Thunderbolts after the Thunderbolts movie. Like, he goes on to become uh, what he is in the Dark Reign comics. He's the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that. Saving the best part for last, they had a trailer for The Secret Invasion, which is interesting. It leaves more question, more, leaves you with more questions than answers, which is always fun, especially because it's going to be, it's going to be a whodunit kind of mystery spy thriller, because it's about about the secret invasion storyline where the scrolls take over different superheroes like they they become the heroes and then you're just wondering who's who and what's going on and all that so that's going to be fun and you're wondering you know the, there's a Nick Fury comes from space and he hasn't been heard from and he's been ghosting everybody and he's talking to Marie Hill in a bar and she has questions for him and is saying he's being suspicious and Olivia Coleman's gonna be in it and she's great and uh, Daenerys Targaryen's gonna be in it she's really she's pretty good as great as Olivia Coleman she's fun but there's a scene with Ben Middleston, I think that's his name. The guy who played the scroll in uh, Captain Marvel. He's being interrogated by somebody, or you know, something's going on where he's in a room with like a security detail or something. And then he looks back and there's just a room full of that guy, like he's the guy he's being detained with by so my question is is that Jamie Madro or is that a bunch of scrolls as one person 
because it could go either way. Nobody's talking about it, but if you don't know Jamie Metro, he's the uh, multiple man and part of the X-Men. I think he was started out as a Brotherhood of Evil Mutant or somewhere. He's aligned with some sort of bad bad guy group. And he became like one of the X Force or the X Men or something. Uh, so that that's kind of what I took away from it. Maybe I'm just grabbing, you know, looking for something that isn't there. It's obvious it could be a bunch of scrolls taking the form of one guy, but it's more likely it's multiple man. Anyways. This is why I saved Secret Invasion for last, because that's exciting, if it's true. And there's also, as I said, Nick Fury was talking to Maria Hill without an eye patch. It, the trailer ended with a Nick Fury with an eye patch. And the question is, what are they looking for? The, they, as in the bad scrolls that are taking over the heroes because Nick Fury says he knows what they're looking for and so the question is what are they looking for and then it shows Nick Fury with an eye patch on so either Nick Fury it's just later on when Nick Fury gathers his things and goes back to Nick Furying or it's a scroll Nick Fury which it's obviously got to be a scroll Nick Fury also a lot of James Rhodes business in the show and uh, there's they made an announcement that that Secret Invasion leads right into Armor Wars which will have Riri Williams who is Ironheart um, helping out as uh, Hammer What's that? Sam Rockwell Hammer, Justin Hammer and a bunch of Iron Man villains get a hold of Stark tech and make their own Iron Man suits and stuff. And so that'll be fun. And the rumor is, rumor is Justin Hammer is making a return with Sam Rockwell, and Robert Downey Jr. might take a might come back as Iron Man, probably as like an AI what everyone's assuming because that's what he did in the comics after he died in uh, Civil War 2 so let me know what you think of D23 I thought it was pretty wah meh wah meh but it did have some high points um, also there was it wasn't just Marvel that was just all the Marvel stuff that you know, interesting for comic fans. Um, they had a, like Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones trailer, not a trailer, but uh, they were talking about it. And after the Crystal Skull fiasco, I've kind of been pretty uh, cooled down on on Indiana Jones, other than the. Disneyland ride which I got my wife to go on and she loved because it's so fun they also talked about 
Uh, they had a really cool, like, tour, like, museum setup of all the old Disneyland stuff that I really wish I could have went and looked around at because that's something that I really enjoy. And... Oh, and they had uh, mock-ups, like little models of new attractions, like the new Tiny Tiny Toon, Tiny Town, was it? Toontown. Tiny Toontown. Toontown has a little model of that area, what it's going to look like once they're done remodeling it all. Then there's, there was a Splash Mountain mock-up of the new Princess and the Frog re-look, re reimagining. It looked pretty cool. I liked it. I'm going to really miss Splash Mountain the way it is because I love the songs and uh, I just remember going on it all the time every time I go to Disneyland. And it'll be weird if they rename it. I don't know why they would because they're not changing anything else about it other than the aesthetics of the um, the bayou-ness of it which it also is going to make more sense because it's bayou and it's in New Orleans Square so we'll tie it all together but I, I like it because they're going with like a more iridescent kind of look with the purples and the blues and teals and stuff and then you can see in the model that they had and they had a rendering of like what it'll look like at night and it'll look really cool and there's like these little thing, little lights in the top tunnel hanging down of like reds and pink and green, bright green and whatnot. Alright, hold on. Chargers just got a fumble. Big if true. It was a pass over the middle to Kelsey who gained tons of yardage. And... Nope, they're saying KC still has the ball. Well, let's see a replay. They picked him up and bashed him down and the ball popped up straight in the air. Ah, they should have given it to him. Challenge it. Okay. Moving on. That's all I really had to say of D23. So let me know if what, what you think of all, the, all that I talked about. What's your, what are you uh, interested in with T23? What are your opinions? Do you think it was multiple man? I think it was multiple man. Jamie Madro. It's just a cool name too. His name and Remy LeBeau. So those are my two favorite names in the Marvel, Marvel Universe. And now, to our main feature, the NFL, week one, and little spurts of week two uh, interspersed as big things happen. They're about to, Chiefs are, woohoo, Chiefs are knocking on the door, and Mahomes almost got picked off again, though. But, not really, not, it wasn't really that close. I have a feeling the way things are going there's going to be an interception on Mahomes in the end zone 
probably not this not it feels like it'll be in this drive but I have a feeling Mahomes will be inter have an interception by the end of the night he's already thrown two and they called it back so um, week one what a doozy Dak Prescott hurt his thumb uh, TJ Watt tore his peck and Elijah Mitchell, I forget what happened to him, something with his legs. Um, so those are some pretty key injuries. But it's good to get injured in week one if you can, if it's not too, too bad of an injury. Because you have plenty of time to get back on the field in the later weeks. It's in, it's in the middle of the season when you get injured and it's, you're hemming it. You have to look at your team record and you're just like, is it worth it? Am I going to get re-injured if I come back too soon? You know, you try to rush back into it or or you're just, you know, injured for three weeks, but three weeks is pretty much the rest of your season. You know, things like that. But when it's week one, like Dallas isn't looking to add any quarterbacks or anything. They're going to go with Cooper Rush. And he's a decent backup, so they don't really, they're not in any kind of worry. And they got stopped by the Buccaneers, so they didn't really start out too hot anyways. But T.J. Watt, that'll be a pretty big hole for the Steelers defense. Hopefully he gets back soon this, this season. Maybe he might He might be out all season if they have to do surgery, but he's, he's, he thinks he'll be back. And then the Eli Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, um, they signed, the Niners signed Marlon Mack to the practice squad. They already have other running backs in line. They cut Trey Sermon at the beginning of the season, so maybe they jumped the gun on that too soon. But I think, I think Marlon Mack will be brought onto the field. I don't think he's going to start maybe by the end of the season but it'll be an uphill climb but he's a pretty good running back. He did really good in Indianapolis and Kyle Shanahan's really good at you know revitalizing careers like he did with Mostert. Anyways Kamara this is something I'm really interested in because I have Alvin Kamara was my keeper in my in the fantasy league that I run, and he is still under a microscope, a microscope, microscope, magnifying glass. I don't know what the term is, but he's he had that incident in Vegas during the Pro Bowl. Okay, hold on. We're gonna tie it up for the Chiefs. They got it. 17-17. So they're going to be a beginning of the fourth quarter and they tied it up. It's a, it's a whole new ball game. He didn't do too well against the Falcons who have a terrible defense. So, but the Saints also have a terrible offense. But Winston did pretty good. Um, it, it, I think that they're going to try to go away from the run and try to pass it more or try to 
try to split Kamara's role so they don't rely too heavily on him if he gets penalized for his the altercation he got in. So that's an ongoing situation. Anybody who's a Kamara owner. Um, but it's been a really fun week. Ready for week two. A lot of good matchups. Um, Tom Brady's not slowing down. The people you're expecting to be good are doing pretty good. I'm a little worried about Derrick Henry. I have him in a couple of weeks too, and he didn't. Uh, he was playing the Giants, and he couldn't steamroll them. But they usually have a pretty good run defense. But maybe, hopefully, a lot of it's week one, getting the rust off and getting back into the swing of things. But uh, I'm not gonna go over like in detail, game by game. That'd be take that take a whole another episode to get into. But um, usually after a couple after the first half of the season, I go over my fantasy. You know who each position who's leading the league. Like if you have them on your team, then you're, you know, any any combination of the guys. After the half the first half of the season, then you should be sitting pretty good in fantasy. So that'll be in a couple weeks. This week I wanted to do, because everyone knows if you go 0 and 1 in in the after week one in your fantasy league, you're there. You know you're chances are really slim of making to the playoffs or even winning a championship. I don't think anybody's won a championship after going 0-1 to start the season. But if you've, if you've won, you're already one step closer to the championship. You're already won. You know, you got your foot in the door. And so we're, we got to give out our awards for people who drafted right and got the right team going. And I, w- I really want to do this so that at the end of the year, you look at this list and just be like, "Well, that was wrong." <laughs> so I want to go with, kind of go over the f- number one pick of the draft. Obviously, Trayvon Walker of Jacksonville, who's a edge rusher, and then the number one fantasy pick, kind of the the consensus among. Everyone really, everyone knew going in. Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis running back, he's the one you're going for. Me, I was eyeballing Derrick Henry in all my leagues. When with all my high, I was like third in one league and all that. But I think one, I think I was third, and somebody took Derrick Henry second. I wasn't too happy. Either that or I just didn't go with him. I think I picked Austin Eckler's third overall. I don't remember, but I do have Austin Eckler. He's pretty good. And Henry kind of makes me nervous because he got injured last year. Um, I kind of heated my, you know, hedged my bets on him. And I'm in five leagues, well, four offense leagues, and one defense league. So I think I have been two leagues and then the other two I went went a different route. Um, 
So the award for offensive player of, the, of week one, offensive player of the year, obviously Patrick Mahomes. 360 yards, 76.9% completions, completion percentage, basically 77%. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. And 9.2 yards per carry, per yards per game, per completion, or attempt. I think it was attempt. Doesn't make sense. Can't get yardage from not catching the ball. But, uh, and that was against the Arizona Cardinals, who have pretty decent defense. They have, uh, J.J. Watt. Chargers are marching within the three, within the, yeah, within the three yard line. Chargers are gunning for it. I think that was Matt, Mike Williams. He's my good, my number one. If he has a good game today, he's already pretty, I think he's over 20, 20 points in a couple of my leagues. Oh, Justin Herbert threw an interception. And they're taking it to the house. Weak. Oh, 24-17 Chiefs. Who was that? Uh, touchdown. They don't say. Sneed? No, some other guy. Watson? Uh, if you're in a defense-only league, Watson. Interception. Yeah, the Chiefs defense, pretty happy. I don't know why you'd have the Chiefs defense. They're pretty weak. Alright, moving on. So Mahomes, yeah, obviously. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. Come on. He had, uh, he had a ton of fantasy points. 48.5. And obviously, fantasy player of the year, Mahomes. Starting out the year, 48.5. I think he just beat out uh, Josh Allen. It was a lot of people's number one picks. If you're in a QB uh, super super flex, you a lot of people went with Josh Allen number one, but that's a pretty rare instance. So defensive player of the year, Minka Fitzpatrick. That one was really hard. It's Cleo Mack had three sacks, and T.J. Watt, of course was just on fire but he didn't do as good as I, th I was thinking he would um, it was it was a toss up but Fitzpatrick had a pick 6 for 31 yards 9, nine solo set, uh, tackles and 14 total so 5 5 what do you call it assisted tackles so if you have Fitzpatrick in your defense only league, then he was like right, he was picked right in front of me and I had him on my queue and I was ready to, ready to draft him. Somebody snatched him up, I couldn't believe it. But I got some good safety, so I'm okay. And then the best team of the, of the year, Super Bowl bound, Buffalo Bills. They demolished the, the reigning Super Bowl champs. They got robbed from the Chiefs in that probably the best 
playoff game that I've ever seen. Anybody's ever seen. Everybody's been talking about it. So here I'm sounding like freaking Donald Trump. Everyone's saying, everyone's saying it. They're all talking about it. That's my Donald Trump. Do you like it? Very nice, very nice. China. Buzzwords. I talk. I talk a lot. I used to be a president, but I am still a president, but I used to be too. Yeah. He's a joke. Joke for a joker. Um, the biggest bomb touchdown. So this was, I went into the, the NFL next-gen stats. Bombest bombest touchdown. That's what I'll call it. The bombest touchdown. Baker Mayfield, 75-yarder to Robbie Anderson. Now, he was a good waiver wire pickup. I, was, I didn't pick him up. I, I went with Carter. But Robbie Anderson, when he was on the Jets, he was, he was fire. And the biggest push for a rushing touchdown. Biggest run. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 68-yarder to the house. I don't know. I, I don't think that was a touchdown. It was just a 68-yard run. If I didn't give it to Mahomes for offense player of the year, I probably would give it to Barkley. He was he was pretty hot. He did better than uh, King Henry. And then uh, the biggest upset. I was going to say, who did I have? Um, I don't remember. I, I, I wound up going with the Bears beating the, the Niners because everyone was um, writing off Justin Fields and, you know, with the Niners' big uh, rushing attack on the edge with Bosa. And the the uh, revamped secondary and all that. The Niners were supposed to go in and and clean up house, but it was such a rainy day, and the Niners couldn't get anything going, and they kept getting penalties and everything, and they could just the players just couldn't. I mean, it didn't seem coming. But that's what happens when you underestimate underestimate your opponent. You just you get taken. Um, the biggest disappointment of the day, you know, I, my biggest disappointment was the Niners losing. The biggest disappointment was Joe Burrow throwing four interceptions. First play of the game, first play of Sunday morning, Joe Burrow threw a pick six. That's bad. And that was Minka Fitzpatrick. Made him defensive player of the year off that. And then uh, a rookie of the year, Washington Commanders. Dotson. I forget his first name. I was going to call him Roy Dotson because I have Rookie of the Year written the initials, you know, R-O-Y. Dotson. He was the 16th pick of the 2022 NFL Draft to the Washington Redskins. I didn't put his freaking stats down. But he had a pretty, pretty bomb day. I think he got a touchdown. He was another one I was looking for on the waiver wire, but I wanted to go with Carter because I have Mike Williams and 
I was worried that Mike Williams was going to be replaced with uh, Carter since Williams is getting all the attention because Keenan Allen can't play. So yeah, there you have it. Those are my week one awards. Let me know if I missed any kind of cool award. I did say most improved, right? Most improved Saquon Barkley. I was really, I wanted to pick up Barkley in my drafts, but I couldn't pull the trigger because I did it before and he's freaking let me down. And the Giants have Deanna Jones as QB. And their receiving core is pretty weak. They lost Evan Ingram to the Jaguars. But um, let me know if you want me to like go over waiver wire ads or go over fantasy players and whatnot. Or if you have any more fantasy category, award categories that I'm missing. Just let me know. Email nationsfamouspod at gmail.com Twitter I'm at nations21 Instagram I'm zachnations Z-A-C-H-N-A-T-I-O-N-S one word Um, Snapchat nations217 pretty sure that's what it is anyways uh, let me know what you think um, I want to do some videos. I have some video ideas written down. I want to do on YouTube. Do like take a challenge, building a, a PC with old PC parts, um, and maybe selling the PC that I build. Uh, making food, like you know, I used to work in a golf kitchen. I think I mentioned. And uh, so I picked up some kind of cooking techniques that I want to share. I'm a cabinet builder by day, by trade. So I want to set up my woodworking bench and do some woodwork and show people, you know, the fundamentals of working with doing your own DIY stuff. If you want to be like a woodworker, be a carpentry, do a carpentry. And I was thinking stand-up. I don't know about stand-up. I was thinking goofing around and like doing a stand-up set. But I probably won't do that. But uh, I also want to do some Twitch, some Spider-Man. I have a bunch of games I lined up that I just want to play. Why not stream it while I'm playing it? Uh, I want to do it. I started, try to start with Halo 1. Um, I didn't really talk a whole lot. And it was really bad quality. I don't know what's wrong with my camera quality. I have a 4K, I have an HD camera. I don't know. But I want to do, if I get into doing Twitch, I eventually want to do like a tourney tournament. Do Madden tournament. I can beat everyone in Madden. Y'all are weak. You don't know my stuff. You can do Mario Kart tournament. That's always fun. We always did that in middle school and high school. Or like PGA. I've been golfing lately. Really love golfing. And I've my buddies got me back into it. And so I want to do that. Or I want to do that. So that's that. Um. 
Again, I've been reading my comics. I was really, really worried because I couldn't find X-Men Red in my main comic shops I stop at. I went all over the place. And then I got it in one of my least... One of the ones I go to the least... I think I've only been there once. But I had it. I read it. And it was really good. Let's go read it. I'm all caught up on my Fantastic Four with Dan Slott. And I'm pretty sure after the Axe event, uh, there's going to be a new team taking over Fantastic Four. So I don't know. I might keep getting them. So I do like Doctor Doom and and the whole, you know, the smartest person in the world dynamic with Doctor Doom and Reed Richards and Valeria Richards and all that. Uh, what else have I been... I need to read... I've started reading Dark Crisis, uh, the DC event. And it's interesting. Jonathan Kent taking over with the Justice League missing. But I only read the first issue. And they're coming in hot. I think they're on five issues coming up this next week. There's the Punisher. I think it's Jason, not Jason Aaron. Who's the other one? Maybe it is Jason Aaron. Uh, there's Punisher. I need to read that. But I've been collecting them. Um, there's another one. Ghost Rider. I forget who's writing that one. I need to get into that. I have been reading the Bad Bad Blood Deadpool little short series. That one's pretty good. I like it. Um, but yeah. Let me know what comics you're reading. I don't really read the indie stuff. I did want to read the Evil Dead and the Necromancer, Necromancer, whatever it is, Reanimator, the Evil Dead and the Reanimator. I've already got enough comic books I'm trying to buy, it's just another one to add to it, and I don't even know if I'll read them. Maybe. So yeah, in the future, I want to do, I'm going to be reading about, I'm going to be explaining comic characters and you know, doing a rundown on them and what what I what I like about it, reading you know comics with them in it and whatnot. So keep a lookout. I'll definitely make sure that everyone knows about it. And same with my videos. If I do end up doing it, you'll hear it here first. So thanks for listening. Got an idea for my outro. Uh, deal so eventually i'll have an outro going till then get out of here <laughs>